I've taken 21 trips with Wake Tech since 2012, including places like Qatar in the Middle East, Dubai, Cuba four times, South Korea, um, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, uh, Iceland, Poland, Prague, or Czech Republic, Hungary, Slovakia, Austria, Switzerland, Germany, France, um, Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, Spain. We've gone a lot of places. And I thought that this podcast weekly or every couple days would be a great way to get students testimonials about how it affects or has affected their lives. Uh, Community college is supposed to be about um, getting students jobs and getting students on track for employment and getting students to recognize where they want to go. And I think that travel, whether it's a short-term trip, travel abroad, eight days, nine days, 10 days, 11 days, or a two or three week study abroad in the summer, give students the motivation to really decide what they wanna do. And I have seen out of the hundreds of participants that I have brought overseas, that most find a path towards something having to do with travel. Um, We have had students, um, you know, start to get into foreign language, uh, go into international business. Uh, We've had students investigate and teach abroad as far as English. Uh, Students who have nannied abroad. So, um, and for most, if not all, there's a continuation of travel in their future, uh, which in order to pay for that, um, students get motivated to work more hours or more jobs to make it happen. So overall, um, travel and study abroad are extremely valuable to student success. And as you'll hear on this podcast, um, I'll be talking to past students from since 2012, and there's hundreds that I have to, to you know, get to call and reconnect and kind of see where they're at. Uh, we've taken staff members. We have taken board members at Wake Tech. For instance, our first trip to Cuba, we took Mr. Montague and his wife. Um, we've taken faculty. We've had faculty at Wake Tech teach alongside me in Salzburg. Um, and we take community members. And uh, out of community members, uh, we've taken um, faculty and HR directors from other community colleges and deans from other schools. And all of them have said this has been phenomenal. And they've learned a lot and they've seen lots of changes 
in Wake Tech students from the start of the trip to the end of the trip. So uh, really this podcast is about study and travel abroad experiences, reliving them. Um, It'll also include episodes of my own personal trips. It'll look at uh, deep into different countries and situations of places that we would like to go. Uh, deeper understanding of countries that we've been to. And um, so I hope that, you know, you get uh, learn from the podcast and get some sort of uh, enjoyment out of hearing about how students have been transformed from travel. So I appreciate you listening and uh, we'll have a lot more episodes coming up in the future. So the question comes up frequently, what's the difference between travel abroad and study abroad at Wake Tech? Well, I classify the travel abroad trips as the trips that we use the third party vendors to coordinate and arrange the trip, either in Explorica or EF Tours. Travel abroad trips, there are typically no classes involved. It's just the travel experience itself. And they can be as short as seven days or as long as 11 days. And students sign up uh, over the website with, say, we're using Explorica and, you know, everything is online and uh, the company will organize the flight and all the hotels and the meals and all the activities that we do every day uh, for one price and we get some really good deals because it's group travel. So uh, this is a tour, uh, an educational tour. There's no class, but there's a lot of learning, uh, a lot of museums sometimes. Uh, We will go into schools like we did in Nicaragua. We'll visit other colleges. Um, So there's a lot of learning along with some of the fun activities like you know, going to the Blue Lagoon in Iceland or, or um, what, what is zip lining in Costa Rica, uh, climbing Machu Picchu. So these are trips that are, you know, short term and it's all inclusive except for your passport, of course, and extra spending money. So that's a travel abroad trip. Study abroad is what I classify Salzburg um, summer sessions as there is a class that's required while we're overseas and I'll get specific on a different podcast about Salzburg but it's typically two or three weeks we started with three week program and then it went to two and we cover a class we've been teaching the business management BUS 137 the international business INT 110 Uh, We have taught economics and uh, music in Salzburg, and we have those classes in the morning. Uh, They range from two to three hours a day while we're over there. And then in the afternoon and weekends in Salzburg, we actually, um, you know, we have an event, a hike or a tour of a castle, or we go to Vienna, or we go to Eagle's Nest, which was Hitler's hideout. So we have something every afternoon, but the mornings are dedicated to the classroom time, and there's homework, and we're physically at 
a college, Salzburg College. So study abroad means that there's studying that's required for credit and travel abroad is really just, um, you know, traveling is an educational experience. So that's really the differences between the two and that question comes up frequently. So I hope that answers uh, that particular question. Another question that I frequently get from students and parents is how much? What are the what are, what does the trip cost and how do I pay for it or do I have to pay for it? Well, the answer is yes. These are not free. Um, the trip cost depends on when we go, where we go, and how long we go for. So, for example, uh, we did a trip in 2016 for nine days to Nicaragua, Costa Rica. And for about $2,900, you got your airfare round trip from Raleigh. We stayed in really nice accommodations. Uh, we had two meals some days, three meals other days. And it included all the activities for that week that we were there, a week and two days. Um, if you did that trip on your own, staying at the same places and doing the same things, you would have paid a lot more than the cost that we got from Explorica. Um, you know, trips to Cuba had ranged from uh, 3,400 up to 4,200. Uh, again, all inclusive except for passport and extra spending money. Um, it depends on where we go. And so the other question comes up, well, how do I pay for it? Well, all students at Wake Tech are are at different budget levels. Some have money, some don't. Some get financial help from their parents or grandparents, some don't. And I have seen students who really wanted to go, um, you know, ask work for extra hours. I've seen students get extra jobs. Um, I have seen students do a fundraiser on Facebook. I've seen students ask grandma and grandpa for some sort of early Christmas or inheritance. Um, I have seen parents challenge them for straight A's, giving them a bonus or paying for the trip. Uh, but the real key is budgeting way out in advance. If you look at a trip that we have two years out, and you sign up like for Explorica, where you put down $50 and then they spread out the number of payments uh, before we go, the number of months left, you can get a really low monthly payment and giving up that Starbucks coffee or going out to eat and putting that money for a year and a half, two years out, uh, it makes it real affordable. So. That's really how I have seen students pay for these trips in most cases. Uh, some are lucky, some have the money or some get the money, uh, but most have to work harder and budget more efficiently to make it work. So I hope I've cleared um, that answer. And that's a question that comes up a lot of times. Um, you know, we have a food truck uh, that comes to North Campus. I've talked to students that have gone on trips that were standing in line at the food truck, and I saw them there all the time. 
and you know you can pay eight nine ten eleven bucks for a lunch and they take out their debit card and boom you know two years out ain't doesn't cost eleven dollars a day it can cost as little as three or four so you got to get creative think out of the box to be able to go on these trips and one of the best things to do is look down the road a year or two and say i want to go there how can i budget and what does it cost per day for me to go Another question that comes up from students is how do I prepare for a week or two abroad with Wake Tech once I sign up? Well, if you ask anybody that's traveled with me, they get flooded with emails, preparation emails, as well as we meet as a group a few times and we usually meet at the campus one or two times, especially for the Salzburg Study Abroad program to prepare everybody about culture and things that you should and should not do and how to pack and how to budget and uh, what the experience is like going and what it's like coming back. So uh, students are prepared and they get to know everybody well before we get on that flight to a destination because we've met a couple times at either the campus or offsite at a restaurant so that you know we can select roommates and everybody feels comfortable so the the question is will I be prepared will I you know am I gonna miss something the answer so far is no um, if anything I've gotten uh, responses that they've gotten over prepared and that I've sent too many emails to read which is better than not enough so uh, there's a reason why we haven't lost anybody or um, we haven't, um, you know, gotten uh, lost in another country or we've left somebody in a country and missed them. You're prepared, so you don't have to worry about it. A question comes up, how do I pick where to go and are the places that we go safe to travel? So I pick based on the majority of where students either in my classes or when I pop into classrooms to talk about it or sitting on a table recruiting students. The majority comes from where I hear they want to go. Uh, then I pick a place where we get good deals uh, with either Explorica or EF Tours. Then I pick uh, based on where things are calm around the world and there's safe locations to go to. And so a little bit of it is where I want to go. So it comes from really four different sources on where I pick a destination. And in some cases, we've gone back to a destination four times, like Cuba. Or we have done uh, Asia a couple times. And so it really depends on a number of factors. Is it safe on a group tour or in Salzburg on study abroad? The answer is 100% yes. I'll be doing a podcast later on on the statistics of safety being on a traveler or being here in the United States. And it's shocking on how safe it is to travel abroad and the statistics of 
how low the chances are you're going to be in some sort of terrorist attack, which people tend to worry about because it's on the news or they hear about it. So we'll be doing an episode on safety and locations and and that some of the stats will really shock you. So I hope that answers that question for everybody. So some of you are probably saying to yourself, well, how do I sign up? Um, process is pretty simple. Uh, we have a number, in addition to me, of professors that are uh, leading trips around the world. And if you see their flyer uh, hanging up around the campus or you see them at a table recruiting, they'll give you their email and their phone number and they'll help you with their individual destination. For my particular trips, including Salzburg, Austria, uh, Portugal, Morocco, Australia, New Zealand, and Brazil in the next two years, uh, you want to email me at jrmyers at waketech.edu, or you can call me at 919-795-9264, and I'll give you the exact process of how to sign up for one of my trips. We do have other professors leading other destinations, so you want to be on the lookout by seeing a flyer around campus or going to the website under Travel and Study Abroad, and you'll see their contact information. So really, it's about sending that email so that we can either send you specifics, have a phone call, or once this pandemic's over, have a face-to-face meeting. I can do a Zoom call. I can do a FaceTime call. And... um, answer your questions. I can even talk with parents about the the trips and how this all works. So don't be shy. Send me an email and we'll get you uh, the information you need to decide whether or not you want to travel abroad with Wake Tech. Uh, this is Jeff Myers and you've been listening to Let's Talk Wake Tech Travel and hope to see some of you on an upcoming trip.